So revisiting that question that I posed at the beginning, do you find it a little bit puzzling that Jesus has predicted that Judas will betray him? He lets him know. Jesus has predicted that Peter will deny him three times, and he lets him know. Why is this so puzzling? Let me ask you this. Jesus is God. Would we all agree Jesus is God? And as God, if he says something has happened, is going to happen, will it in fact happen? Yes. So notice, this actually isn't a warning. So I'm going to nerd out here for a moment. Anyone read The Lord of the Rings or watched The Lord of the Rings? Any Lord of the Rings fans here? Yeah. So if you noticed, if you recall, there's that scene between uh, Galadriel and Frodo, uh, the, the mirror scene. And she tells him, and Frodo asks, well, what will I see in the mirror? And she tells him things that were, things that are, and some things that have not yet come to pass. In other words, she's saying that, Frodo, you still have an opportunity to change the course of history. So I'm giving you an opportunity. You still have an opportunity. Not everything is set in stone. So you can use your freedom well and you might be able to change the course of history, and certainly for your life. Well, guess what? This actually isn't a warning. Um, have we all received warnings for sure, uh, like from our parents? I think everyone has had some iteration of like our, our parents saying, I'm gonna count to three, one, two, three, right? Now, a warning, when our parents give us warning or someone gives us a warning, that's actually a sign of great mercy. Have you thought about this? Think about this at a deeper level. What does a warning mean? A warning means, okay, maybe we're going down a wrong path and our parents, because they're loving parents and they're disciplining us with love, they're saying, you still have time to change. You have an opportunity to use your freedom well and to course correct. Does that make sense? So a warning is actually a really, really beautiful thing. Well, guess what? Jesus actually isn't offering Judas and Peter a warning. Does that kind of puzzle you? Wouldn't you think that he would do this? Because he's not saying, if you don't use your freedom well, this might happen. Or Peter, you're going down a really bad path and this might happen, but you still have an opportunity to use your freedom well. No, he says, he's predicted. This is a fact. You will, one of you will betray me and you will deny me three times and I'm letting you know beforehand. Do you find this puzzling? Because if I were to hear something like this from God and, right, uh, he predicts things, so they're going to happen, wouldn't we feel a little bit helpless? And what, what are you asking me to do? That actually would be the response. That actually would be the response that the Lord is looking for. If in this circumstance, if we were in this circumstance, Jesus would want to hear this. Jesus, well, this is going to happen, so what do you want me to do? Now, now, what's the purpose of Jesus telling us this? Jesus isn't telling us this or Judas or Peter uh, out of scorn or resentment to hold it over them and to say, uh, I'm going to retaliate against you and I'm God, so I'm going to do that. That's not Jesus' purpose. What, why Jesus does this is because while it's true, it's a foregone conclusion that they will sin in this really mortal sin type manner. However, the reason why Jesus tells them is that 
they still have freedom to choose how they're going to respond after they sin. Does this make sense? Because Judas, even though he's given this opportunity, after his sin, he commits another sin because he commits the sin of despair, the ultimate failure. And so he doesn't use his freedom well. He still has an opportunity to receive God's mercy after he sins, but he doesn't do this. While Peter is able to receive this as, well, I'm going to sin and it does happen, but he chooses to respond well in receiving God's mercy. Does that make sense? So in an effect, it's like a secondary type of warning, not that we have a choice not to sin in, in, in this or that they wouldn't have a choice. And in fact, okay, this is another thing, kind of a side thing. Some people say that, well, if God already knows certain things about me, that means I'm not free to choose. This is actually a logical fallacy. Just because God can predict and already knows things you're going to happen, it doesn't mean that he's taking your freedom away. You still have your free will. So, guys and girls, the good news here is that the Lord offers all of us an opportunity. How will we respond after we sin? Will we go down Judas's path? We pray not. Or we have the freedom to choose to respond as Peter did. And we pray for that grace today and always.